Yo, it's your boy Don back with another, another episode of The Hills Have Eyes, a podcast about everything North Carolina men's basketball related. It's been, it's been a while since I actually hollered at you all. Life has been lifing. Uh, we got a lot of updated news. Um, and yeah, we're just going to get right back into it. This is going to be a nice episode as I pretty much have to catch myself up on the pod to current date with news like as of today. So like the first thing I wanted to start off with, obviously we didn't get Jaron Stevenson. Um, he was a potential reclass commit for us, but of course he decided to go to Alabama. That's perfectly fine. We went and found us another recruiting, which I will talk about later. Um, Elliot Cadu. Of course, reclassed and committed. Uh, right before that, we had Mr. Simeon Wilcher decommit, and he signed with St. John, so he's going to be going. Uh, well, actually staying pretty local up there in New York and uh, going to play for Rick Pitino. That very well, very much hurt my feelings. Of course, as I was very excited to see this kid play, if you've been following along with the Hills Have Eyes podcast, you've heard me mention about watching his little YouTube docu-series about his training and just how much of a dog he seems to be nonetheless I wish him the very best in his ventures um I hope there's at some point we'll kind of get to play since of course his heart was originally with us him going with Rick Pitino Rick Pitino's a hall of fame coach no doubt about that and I'm sure he's in good hands um as I'm pretty sure the commitment in the reclass of L.A. Cadu uh really affected that of course um with Huber Davis not known to really play his bench. Not sure if we can say he doesn't play his bench or he just simply doesn't like what he sees and gives people off the bench extended minutes. But there is a notion uh, around that he doesn't like to play the bench. But it is what it is. We got Elliot Kadu. Uh, we got Zayden High. And, of course, we got the kid, uh, the transfer from West Virginia, James Aconquo, um, who's been – who was balling in the FIBA under 20. I know, uh, I think it's over now, but I know the first game that I got to see some uh, stats and highlights and some video on um, one game, he had uh, 12 points, 10 rebounds, three blocks. He's playing for Great Britain. Another game, he had 19 points and 13 rebounds. Guy seems like a beast. Um, I was worried about his height because he's only like 6'8". So I was really wondering if he could truly be a rim protector. But, yeah, he seems like he's going to be a good lob candidate for Elliot Cadu, of course, and RJ. And uh, not sure if he's going to start or come off the bench. But, um, yeah, 6'8", 210 pounds uh, from Mount Hope, West Virginia. And, uh, yeah, I'm very excited about uh, what we're going to get from him. And Hubert Davis, once again, on a recruiting trail, getting another guy um, who will be able to get some good production out of, of course. And with him, he was, what originally was he? He was, uh, I'm trying to remember. Actually, I'm trying to research while I got y'all here. Um, I'm trying to remember what class he came out of because initially, yeah, he was a 2000 and. 21 commits so he has some years left which is good um so enrollment would have been 2021 freshman year yeah he should have like what one or two more years left uh if i'm wrong uh let me know 
Uh, just trying to do some quick math in my head. Very excited about that kid. Um, I love what I've seen from the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The alumni games. I've seen some very fluid ball movement. I like the way everything was flowing so seamlessly. I like what I've seen from Withers. I like what I've seen from uh, Mr. Cormac Ryan um, and the other people that we got. Ingram seems to be settled in. Smooth jump shot. RJ is RJ. Uh, Baycott is Baycott. Uh, really excited uh, what we're going to see from everybody this year. It's going to be a completely different team. As I want to say, we got seven or eight new members. So, yeah. Um, and of course, the freshman Elliot Kadu and Mr. Zayden High as a uh, two man class, but nonetheless, uh, we should have what about two scholarships left over at this point. Not sure if Hub Huber Davis is going to want to fill that out, which I see there's one player potentially we might go after, or if he'll just give those scholarships to uh, some of the walk ons uh, just to kind of fill the scholarship count, um, if he sees fit, of course. Um, Drake Powell. My gosh, this guy has been ascending and just keeps climbing up the rankings. I'm so excited for him. And honestly, when it's all said and done, when it comes down to the rankings, he might very well finish as like a top five recruit in that class. Uh, right now, looking at it, I want to say, uh, let me take a quick peek and see if I can find it real quick so I don't give you all the wrong information here. Uh, I gotta go back, but yeah, Drake Powell, man, he's been he's been balling, he's been awesome. Um, plays both sides, which is wonderful. Got a nice high release on his jump shot. Even when offense is not flowing, we're not gonna get anything less from him on defense. I think this team is gonna be a lot better defensively. In the latest rankings, it looks like he jumped from 14 all the way up to 9 per 24-7, which is good. So certified five-star. Um, got two players right now committed in the top 10 for the class of 2024 with Ian Jackson and Drake Powell. Uh, just to kind of segue into that same class, uh, Mr. Boogie Flan, who is currently number 13 in the class, uh, out of White Plains, New York. He announced his top eight in North Carolina, did make it in. Not sure if we'll be able to truly lure him in and uh, get him to commit. Um, kind of probably going to depend on who leaves and where he'll see see himself fit. But, uh, yeah, Boogie Flan, I like I like his game. Six foot three, 165 pounds, five-star recruit for the next class. Um, off the dribble, he pretty much has unlimited range. He's a dog. He's a beast. He's a scorer. I love those New York guards. I mean, y'all see what we got out of R.J. Davis up until this point. And, I mean, Boogie Flan is pretty much out of the same mold um, as far as scoring goes. So, yeah, very excited there. Glad we got into the top eight. Others in his top eight that we'll be battling out here seems to be, let me see here, he had uh, Alabama, who just stole Jared Stevenson from us. Uh, there's UConn, there's Maryland, University of Kentucky, St. John's, there's uh, Michigan, and then also there's IU, Indiana, who is uh, fighting for their Blue Blood uh, membership as well. And I just don't know what's wrong. Indiana's a complete basketball state. I'm not sure if they just haven't got the right coach in there, you know, to fully bring everything back, bring everything back full circle or what. But uh, I'd love to see that program also rise back to the ranks of which it truly was before. Um, 
within the same class in Jackson. He just played with USA. Um, he was more so being like a point guard, which is great, um, kind of refining those point guard skills. Uh, he was one of the younger members of the team. He really didn't get that much clock, but, I mean, he was doing what he could and can't be mad at that. Um, very excited for Ian Jackson. Definitely hope we can uh, maintain him for the class of 2024. So I'm pretty sure people are going to just keep knocking and keep knocking. But, uh, yeah, looking back at it, uh, there was something else I wanted to touch on with Ian Jackson. Um, his highlight looks good. Um, Three-point range is looking good. Shot selection is looking good. His passing was looking crisp. Uh, playing defense, that's amazing. So if Kadu very well isn't a one-and-done, I'd love to have a backcourt featuring Kadu and Ian Jackson, of course. And um, a fifth year of R.J. Davis would kind of be awesome. But, of course, that would probably pretty much knock us out of the Bookie Flynn um, sweepstakes if R.J. does take that fifth year. Now I'm not going to be mad RJ returns for a fifth year because I mean you just can't replace that of course experience that he's going to bring and just knowing the system. But yeah. Uh Ian Jackson very excited for him. Um glad he got that experience with uh Team USA. All that good stuff. Uh kind of moving forward, um of course we've offered like the Boozer twins there. I'm not sure how much of a chance we really got. Probably on the outside looking in, quite honestly. Um, ultimately, I think it's going to come between uh, Miami and, uh, yeah, that other school down Tobacco Road known as Duke. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, going forward, um, have uh, two open scholarships I left, left I believe, um, I know Hubert Davis is watching this Australian forward by the name of Johnny Furphy. Hopefully I'm not pronouncing that wrong. He's a 6'8 small forward out of Australia. Uh, he was the talk of the NBA Global Academy event. Um, it was it's definitely sounding like he's going to make his way to the States, so that'll be a wonderful thing. Um, I haven't got to watch much on him, so I can't really say what he is as a player, but um, I'll definitely have to watch some more stuff surrounding him, some videos and kind of get a feel of what he could potentially bring either as, cause I know he, he went back to the class of 2024. Originally, I believe he was class of 23. So if he went back, I'm pretty sure there will be no issues with getting him to uh, reclass again and come class of 23 if that's something he very well wants to do i'm trying to scroll to see what i had written up on this kid or what i could possibly find on him uh, i won't leave you all with too much dead air here uh, let me see what i can find on this kid really quick Oh, where'd he go? I just seen him. Okay, perfect. Um, so yeah, currently one of the hottest names. Um, near six foot eight from Australia. Uh shooting and the ability to make plays for himself and others with his with the ball in his hands. Uh let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Shot it with confidence from D, put the ball on the deck and attacked the rim. He made plays for others and he looked like a pretty high level guy. 
make things more interesting. It's sounding more and more like Furphy will make his way to the States as a member of the class of 2023. There were spotted coaches from Duke, Gonzaga, Kansas, North Carolina, Providence, and UCLA, and many others taking in his games. And he confirmed to 24-7 Sports that he's looking into making 2023 happen and that visits could be set up quite soon. Once those visits are in place, this is a recruitment that could see moving to a very quick conclusion. So definitely got to look out for, um, again, Johnny Furphy. That's Johnny with two N's and a H, J-O-H-N-N-Y, Furphy, F as in Fred, U-R-P-H-Y. So give him a look, um, probably talk about him more later. Kind of tapping into the future recruiting class because, of course, uh, Hubert Davis has offered um, the Boozer twins, amongst others. Uh, we're pursuing the guard, Darren Peterson. Um, he's a guard out of Ohio. I'm very high on him. I'm not sure how close we've still been with him, of course, but, I mean, we got to go after him nonetheless. Currently a five-star in that class. Um, more people that we're looking at as far as the 2025 cycle goes. Uh, who else was on that list? I know we were looking at um, – there was Caleb, Caleb. Bear with me. Let me go ahead and get this pulled up so I can just give off the full list as it is. Um, let me see. 2025. Yeah, so Darren uh Darren Peterson out of Ohio, 6'5, 195. He's a guard. Uh the Boozer twins, as I mentioned. Um, there's the Isaiah Harwell kid out of Mount Pleasant, Utah. We got Cole Pete out of uh Gilbert, Arizona, Caleb Wilson, Atlanta, Georgia, Bryson Tiller, who's also Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so very exciting. Everyone that Hubert has offered in this class as a five-star. One of the twins, Caden Boozer, um, who's a smaller brother. He's a uh, 6'3". Um, currently have him ranked as a four-star, but I don't see why that shouldn't go back up. But, yeah. Um, out of this class, my top wishes would be, one, Darren Peterson. Um, two, probably looking at Cole Pete. Um no, there's there's a lot of ways this can go. With it, as we've seen though, Hubert Davis has been awesome on the recruiting trails. Uh yeah, so Darren Peterson's currently number three in the class. Cole Peach number four. Bryson Tiller's number five. Caleb Wilson's number six. Isaiah Harwell's number seven. So Hubert Davis is in the thick of things as far as getting those offers out. There's a kid here. Um, I'm based out of Lexington, Kentucky. <clears throat> There's this kid that actually transferred to the school that Elliot Kadu uh, just came from in Link Academy out of Branson, Missouri. Um, this kid, Jasper Johnson, he played for a school locally here and then transferred to Link Academy, of course, um, just to get him more prepared. Uh, 6'4", 170 pounds. Um, I would definitely like to get in the recruitment of this kid. He's actually name dropped us as wanting to see a offer from us. Um, yeah, lefty, smooth jumper, um, attacks the rims, good handle, 
I don't see why he won't be a five-star when it's all said and done. And um, yeah, just knowing and seeing him before and seeing what he's doing now on the circuits and everything, that'd be another kid that would be great to add, great to add to um, our roster, of course, as a guard. We haven't had a left-hand guard since what? Was Marshall the last one? Kendall Marshall? I can't remember. I'd have to look that up. Uh, of course, lefties, anybody that plays basketball typically knows that the left-hand guys, you got to watch them as being a shooter. And, yes, the kid can shoot Jasper Johnson. If you had to have a chance to go look him up, look him up. Uh, Previously out of Lexington, Kentucky, uh, I believe he went to uh, – I can't recall. What was the school in Winchester, if I remember correctly? But now he's at uh, Link Academy in Branson, Missouri. So definitely shouldn't be too hard to find some footage on him. Um, if you're on Twitter – yeah, definitely type in Jasper Johnson and just take a look at some things, of course. Um, very fun kid to watch. Uh, kind of reviewing, I've seen that Baycott's been working out with a big-time NBA trainer. Um, I kind of like it. Um, of course, Baycott has solidified himself among the best ever wear Carolina Blue. Um, he has this last season of eligibility remaining and looking to improve his game even more as he's teamed up with one of the most NBA trainers around. So, Mondo was working out, um, doing some offseason work with NBA trainer Chris Brickley um, ahead of his final uh, season in Chapel Hill. Um, everything looked nice. I mean, we know what Baycott brings, but steady improvement, that's what we love. Uh, seen working on different aspects of his game, including taking some mid-range shots along with some three-pointers. Of course, the ability to improve his range will help Baycott's chances to play professionally, but would also add an element to his game for the upcoming UNC basketball season. In effort to improve his game and future stocks, there are not many people in the industry who are better suited to train the rising basketball players than Chris Brickley. Um, Armando Baycott is putting in the work as he aspires to not only have a very strong final season in Chapel Hill, but also help lead the Tar Heels back to a national championship. So kudos, a little round of applause to Baycott going out there, taking um, the initiative, doing the offseason work. I love to see him add a nice little mid-range jumper, kind of stretch teams out, take people off the dribble, uh, just so people can't really just pack the paint on him. I want him to be, you know, more of an all-around scorer, of course. Uh, let's see. Uh, he talked about Baycott. Uh, I've seen Brady Mannix been hooping in the summer league with the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, we've seen uh, Leaky hooping with the uh, what is it, the Charlotte Hornets. So very good thing there. Uh, kind of want to touch more on James Aconquo, who committed to North Carolina as a transfer from West Virginia. Um, who's going to be with us this upcoming year? So very different. So six foot nine, two hundred forty. Uh, Pound forward, rising junior. He only averaged two and a half points and 3.2 rebounds last season for West Virginia. He averaged just around 11 minutes per contest, and he's expected to add some front court depth for us in Tar Heel Nation. Solid addition, nonetheless. Um, we did have some questions regarding our big man depth behind Baycott. You know, uh, Hubert Davis went out there, looked through plenty of options, and this is what we got. And like I said, seeing him hoop nationally for Great Britain. I am very pleased at what is to come from this guy. Uh, plays hard. I've seen him drive from the three-point line to the lane. Um, the dunks, um, just getting after it. 
we definitely just needed more front court depth, and I get uh, that definitely gives Hubert Davis and company some more flexibility there. I'm very excited for this season. I think we're going to go into this season underrated, as of course we went into the season highly rated last season um, as the consensus preseason number one. And of course, everything all in all, we did not live up to our expectations. There was just a lot that simply didn't work out. And I mean, it is what it is. We kind of got to move forward, lick our wounds, lick our chops and get back to it. The players that are still with the team um, have a lot to look back on and kind of just look uh, teams a lot different. Of course, we had Caleb. Um, he's gone committed and he's going to be playing elsewhere. Uh, it'll be a wonderful thing if we can get matched up with him in the NCAA tournament and play again. Um, just so he can go against his brothers that, of course, he used to go to war with and just kind of go have a what is it, like a civil war. Because, of course, I mean, Caleb Love, even though you transferred, you did what's best for your career. I've even had some very choice things to say uh, about the playing style and the way things are, because I'm a fan at heart and an analyst spectator second. So feelings do get involved when I speak about the North Carolina Tar Heels. And occasionally I may come off as maybe disrespectful. These are kids. I may be being too harsh, but I'm a fan. Um, I love the Tar Heels. I love basketball. College basketball probably is my favorite thing to watch, especially when it comes to like the March Madness um, outside of like maybe the Super Bowl. But yeah. Um, kind of bouncing back here because my notes are a little everywhere. I've been making notes for the past month, but I just haven't found myself to actually sit down and record an actual episode. Uh, bouncing back to uh Drake Powell, um, he was among the Peach Jam standouts. Uh, again, number nine ranked prospect out of class of 2024. Um, he's considered one of the better connecting pieces in a 2024 class uh six foot six wing is a premier perimeter defender he uses his long arms and quick anticipation to both guard the ball and aggressively get in the passive lanes he's a very capable ball handler in the front court Powell is a quick processor and while he is not a paint touch type he delivers good reads and can make plays in the pick and roll the game changer today for Powell was the shooting a sub 20 percent three uh, the game changer today for Powell was shooting a sub 20% three-point shooter on the year. He finished three for three from beyond the arc in this one game and seven for 10 from the field, uh, winning things to seem to follow uh, Powell around as his 20 points helped team CP3 get a 22-point win at that time. Uh, let's see. I mean, if you haven't watched any clips on him you're going to be very excited he's going to kind of be a mix of who would I say Theo Pinson and uh maybe the kid we had last year I can't recall his name off the top of my head but he transferred out and uh left elsewhere too but I'll come back to that but Drake Powell the in the words of Michael Jordan the ceiling is the roof the sky is actually the limit for you, Drake, and um, I can't wait to see you in Carolina Blue. Get after it and just provide that spark, man. He's gonna—he's definitely going to be an energy guy from what I've seen. Uh, we've had some movements around with different players and things. Um, of course, we got players in the 
NBA Summer League. We had Leaky. We had Brady Manic. Garrison Brooks is there. Um, former tar, uh, former tar here, Jawad Williams was named the Kings Player Development Coach. Uh, Garrison Brooks is playing for the Pelicans. That's I couldn't remember what team he was looking at. Um, hey man, what's up? What's happening? Check this out and dig this. It's your boy nephew Q, and I need everybody listening to the sound of my voice to do me a solid one time for the one time. Do your boy a favor and go subscribe to our YouTube channels, KY Beyond the Game and Conversations with Q. But if you can't sit down and watch us on YouTube, don't worry about that. We got you covered as well. As you can listen to the podcast on all major podcast streaming platforms. So we always in your back pocket. You can always listen to us and turn on that notification so you can get a notification every time a new show drop what type of shows do we have i'm glad you asked so underneath the beyond the game umbrella we have shows like spoken minds hosted by ike baron and chris jones where they talk about everything with sports and entertainment in a way that you've never ever heard before oh that's not your flavor don't worry about it we got you covered with conversations with q a show about life love entertainment sports culture society and everything in between oh fan oh football is your flavor well don't worry about it we got you covered with that as well with our infinity link podcast a show about all things philadelphia eagles related hosted by Donovan Jarman and Drew. But hold on, for our fantasy football players out there, we got a show for you that talks about fantasy football in ways that you've never, ever heard it before with our We So KY Fantasy Football Podcast. Oh, oh, wait a minute. We ain't left out basketball. We got our NBA Fast Break Podcast hosted by Keezy and Nephew Q that keeps you up to date with all things going on in the NBA. And then we have our Infinity Link Podcast, a show about all things Philadelphia Eagles related, hosted by D- Drew and Donovan Jarman. But hey, we ain't left Big Blue Nation out of the building. We got our I Rock UK Blue podcast hosted by Bravo and Rich the Bull that talks about everything University of Kentucky related. Hey, you're not a Big Blue fan? That's cool. Don't worry about it. Don't trip. Donovan Jarman got you covered with his The Hills Have Eyes podcast, a show about all things University of Kentucky related. Oh, wait a minute. So you a Tampa Bay fan? <laughs> hey, man, we got our Buccaneer breakdown for you. Talking about all things Tampa Bay Buccaneer related. So like I said, man, whatever mood you in, we got a show for you. Ladies, we ain't left you out. We got shows for you too. Dive on in and see what we talking about. But hey, I've already taken up too much of your time. Make sure you download the podcast on all major podcast streaming platforms. Hit that notification. I'm getting ready to get on up out of here. Let's see what else we talking about. Jill. Yeah. There were some players I feel like we missed out on. Um, a kid who ultimately decided to take the professional route, Matis Bazoulis. Uh, he was almost a Tar Heel. He was doing a podcast with the enemy, uh, JJ Reddick. Uh, and he said for his final three, it was difficult for him to pick. It was between Wake Forest, Florida State, or UNC. Uh, of course, that probably didn't sit well with JJ, but it is what it is. Um, He's going to be probably one of the top players in next year's draft as he uh, went the professional route. Happy with that. Um, Cam Johnson with the Brooklyn Nets. He recently got a nice extension there. Um, I know he's going to be playing with Team USA professionally. I was happy with that. Harrison Brooks got an extent. Uh, Harrison Barnes lands an extension with the Kings. Uh, Reggie Bullock got traded to the Spurs. Um, there's a lot. Another kid I'm excited for this year is definitely Seth Trimble. Um, more consistent with the shooting, the defensive intensity. Love it how he likes to pick up people to full length of the court. Um, coming up this year, we got the inaugural ACC-SEC challenge. We're going to get to 
host Tennessee, which is going to be a good thing. Um, and yeah, um, I seen some people on Twitter that were upset that we weren't like playing like UK or something, and I guess they forgot that like UK is on the schedule already. Uh, we'll get to play them later in the season. Um, let me see. There's plenty of stuff to talk about, man. I had a lot of missed time with you all. I've missed recording, doing the pod and all that. Ah, it's just where my heart is, of course. Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? There's a lot of good, fun stuff. Class of 2025 kind of bouncing back here. Uh, Caleb Wilson uh, expected to visit of course, Chapel Hill. He says he wants to visit Tennessee, Alabama, UNC, and Georgia Tech. Um, it's not 100% at the moment. Uh, and, of course, he's having a lot of people reaching out to him as he's a five-star in a 2025 class. Uh, let's see. So he was one of the four programs he expects to make a visit to. Things can change over the next few months, but it's good to see that UNC basketball program appears to be firmly in the mix. Or 24-7 sports composite number five player ranked in the class. Of course, we're going to have some holes to fill next year. Uh, center, I really hope um, Hubert Davis is looking out there because Baycott's going to be gone. Um, we're going to have Jalen Washington. He's a little on the smaller side, so I wouldn't want to depend on him at five, maybe like a stretch four or something. Um, of course, Jalen Withers, I want to say he also has some eligibility left too if he – Decides to stick around. Let me take a quick little peek here. Uh, what class was he? He enrolled in 2019, so... What does that make him a junior? 2019, 2021. Yeah, I think he'll have an extra year after this one. But nonetheless, um, if you all watch the uh, alumni game, he was doing some nice things there. The shooting, the attacking the rim, catching the lob. He seems high energy. Uh Last year, he was stuck in Louisville's abysmal of a season, uh, more forced and delegated as kind of like a spot-up shooter, but kind of seen more that he can do. And, yeah, i uh, love to see what uh, Hubert Davis plans to do with the guy and put him in position to, of course, succeed. Um, I don't feel like it's a make-or-break a year for Hubert Davis or anything like that. I don't feel like there's a chance he'll allow himself to get fired after this season. Um, but yeah, I feel like we definitely got a good coach for the future. People may have mixed reviews about Hubert Davis, but I mean, he did get us to a NBA championship in his, uh, first year as a full-time head coach. Bouncing around back to LA Kadu. Um, he's kind of got to play with some of the, he didn't get to play any alumni games. Um, there was some scrimmages I know he missed because, of course, um, he had some classes, and a lot of people like to make fun of that because of the little class scandal that we had way back that we was found not guilty in. But um, Cole Anthony has some high praise for Elliot Kadu. Um, 
Of course, the alums were on campus, um, not only spend time with the current team, but compete against them. Um, he had some time to work with the guards. And, of course, Kadu was one of the players that Anthony closely got to work with, and he had high praise. Um, he said, Elliot, quote-unquote, Elliot reminds me of myself. When I was coming to Carolina, he just wants to move at 100 miles per hour. He is super, super skilled. He's got all the skill in the world, but everything is just super, super fast. He's like Sonic the Hedgehog. He's super fast. He's the fastest on the court, but he doesn't need it to show at all times. He can play at different speeds and break down the game break the game down in a way where he might be even harder to guard. So uh, Anthony compared himself to Kadu, um, as he noted how fast the incoming freshman is on the basketball court based on a few days that Anthony spent with him. Um, it didn't take long for the current Orlando Magic Guard to realize the UNC basketball program has a very special talent in Elliot Kadu. So, yeah, again, excited for him. Uh, his mother, uh, Miss Michelle, uh, Kadu, I've been, I see her a lot on Twitter. She's fun spirited. Uh, and she seems like an awesome basketball mom. So definitely glad to have her as a member of uh, Tar Heel Nation there. Uh, kind of moving forward. Let's see. What else did I have here? We had the Boozer twins. We had that. Uh, class of 24 is currently Ian Jackson, Drake Powell, James Brown. Looking for some others, of course. I'm excited for James Brown as he also transferred to Link Academy. So um, hopefully that gives us an inside track and kind of getting closer to Mr. Uh, Jasper Johnson, uh, the kid I was mentioning out of Kentucky who's now with Link Academy. That uh, I don't know. I'll have to keep an eye on that. Hopefully he's putting something in his ear, and uh, hopefully he can see them playing together next year, of course. Um What else do we have here? Greg Powell had an awesome July live period. Ian Jackson, FIBA under 19 World Cup highlights. He averaged 6.3 points a game, 2.1 assists, two rebounds over seven games. Shot 49% uh, percent from the field and 50% from three. Uh, let's see. I missed you all. I don't know if you all missed me. Um, again, I'd always love to get one of you all actually on the show to talk about the Tar Heel Nation. Um, it's kind of interesting because I do other podcasts, but I'm co-host, co-pilot on the other one. So doing one by yourself is definitely a different experience as everything is on you. And practically, you got to be kind of insane to do this anyway, because you're talking to yourself for however long your episode is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Heber Davis has been on a recruiting trail at the Peace Jam. I have no problem with Hubert recruiting. Definitely just uh, wish to see more, of course, out of our team this year, as we just had those high expectations last year. Um, got a Conquo. Simeon, uncommitted. Boozer twins missed out on Jaron Stevenson. Uh, I mean, actually, I think I covered everything. Uh, of course, let's see. Hmm, pull this up. 
I should have prepared myself a little bit better, but I was just so eager into actually speaking to everybody and recording another pod. Let's see. So I know our schedule is pretty nice this year. When do when do we tip off? I'm waiting for college football season. I'm waiting for college basketball season. I simply can't wait for none of it. Okay. Uh it doesn't look like all of it's on here, but yeah, we got some highlights. Uh, got Tennessee we will play who else is it Tennessee we're going to play Oklahoma Um, of course our ACC opponents UK is on the schedule. Uh, October is getting close, and I'm assuming that's about when we're going to kick off. Uh, let me come back. I don't think they've released our full schedule yet. The unofficial one is out. Mm, yeah, I have to come back there. But nonetheless, um, get better with the notes. Get better with the consistency. Get back to you all. Elliot Kadu, RJ Davis is going to be an amazing, fun backcourt. Jalen Withers, Jalen Washington, Harrison Ingram, uh, Baycott. We got who is it? Cormac, Mr. Cormac Ryan. Um, I'm always afraid I'm going to butcher this one guy's name. Um. Zayden High, Paxton Wolchich, uh, James Aconquo, Seth Trimble, um, Rob Landry, Mr. Caden Lebo, Dewey Ferris, Bo May, and of course, uh, here's Ingram. I'm looking at this. Let's see. Yeah, Jalen Withers is a junior, so he'll be going into his junior year. He'll have an extra year left. Aconquo is a sophomore, so we could see him around for multiple years. Uh, yeah, this is going to be, yeah, exciting nonetheless. I can't wait to see how this team comes. Um, everything should be better, definitely. Defensively, we should shoot higher three-point percentage. Um, RJ, he had the, who was it, the wrist-hand injury last year. So definitely seeing how he's going to be more healthy. Smooth jump shot, smooth operator, smooth criminal. Can't wait to see him. Uh, the Cormac Ryan kid, Paxton Wolchich. Uh, all the transfers we got in bring experience, which I'm very excited about. So it's not going to be like we're getting freshmen incorporated to playing at a D1 basketball level. These are kids that's played D1 and have played for at least a year or two. So that's great. Um, Hills Have Eyes podcast. This is your boy, Don, Don J, um, associated with Beyond the Game out of Kentucky. Um, let me see if I can find something for you all really quick. So on YouTube, KY Beyond the Game. Um 
Twitter, you can find us. Uh, we have a Facebook group, uh, Beyond the Game. You'll see the logo. But if you go on YouTube, uh, just type in KY Beyond the Game. There's a – we have too many shows, actually. Uh, we'll cover everything from high school sports, pros, college. There's definitely a podcast for you in there somewhere. Uh, please like, subscribe, um, leave reviews, Beyond the Game Network. Uh, we got fantasy sports podcast. We got uh, what else we got in there? We got fantasy sports. We cover different teams. There's just a normal talk show you can actually call in, which we do on Wednesdays. And yeah, we just want to be more consistent. Uh, kind of create our own media thing here. And again, I don't even really re really remember how many shows I'm even actually on at this point. I have one, two three, four. I'm probably on about five different podcasts under this umbrella, but nonetheless, that's us um, on Twitter. Let me see. Hopefully Cowboy Q comes in and interrupts me with uh, one of his commercial breaks on one of here so he can actually pitch in everything because I can never remember. There's too many handles um, on Twitter. It's at beyond the game KY. So for Kentucky, so that's at Beyond the Game, KY. Uh, we're also on the Instagram. I'm still learning how to use Instagram myself because, quite honestly, I I don't take that many pictures, so I'm never really on there. Um, let's see where we at. Uh, on Instagram, it's also Beyond the Game, Beyond the Game, KY. Follow us on there. Um, again, like, subscribe. Um, we're on all digital streaming platforms. You can find us on Apple. You can find us on Spotify. Um, anywhere there's podcast broadcasts, you can see us. Um, my episodes personally for the Hills Have Eyes are not on YouTube. Once I get some video incorporated, I'll start doing some fun things there just so we can have visuals. Um, because I even get tired of listening to the audio. So I'll follow up with you all again. Hills Have Eyes podcast. Love every one of you. Every day is a good day to be a goddamn Tar Heel. Um, as always, fuck Duke. I'm Mr. Fuck Duke United, the CEO of the nonprofit organization. I know y'all hate when I cuss, but um, some of y'all hate when I cuss. But I got to bring, you know, a little bit of beef to it. It's all entertainment here. Um, so, Duke, watch out next year. Planning a full-on sweep. Um, which I did last year is underlooked. It's not overlooked. Uh, we had a down year, so y'all got those. But what y'all can never wipe the stink off of is Hubert Davis beating Coach K in his last home game at Cameron Indoor. And also Coach K's final loss in his wonderful career came at the hands of North Carolina in the NCAA tournament to go to the ship. You will never be able to top that. Not unless we meet in the championship and you win, which if we meet in the championship, we're going to win. We just not going to, we can't lose to y'all. We're just going to have to start a fight and not finish the game if it looks like we're going to lose. But always, man, Donovan, Don J, BTG, Hills Have Eyes podcast. I'm going to holler at y'all again real soon. Be prepared for this season. We're going to have a lot of fun things to talk about. This is going to be a wonderful season. I'm going to speak it into existence. We're going to be, 
we just gonna we gonna overachieve this year. That's what I see. Baycott, it's his final year. He's gonna go out with a bang. R.J. Davis, this could potentially be his last year, even though he has an extra year of eligibility left. Elliot Kadu, possibly one and done. I know he wants to go out with a bang. Everybody on this team can, yeah. The ceiling is the roof, guys. Dying out. 